Hi everyone! Welcome to a new episode of Breakfast at Ruby's. This is me, Ruby, one of the hosts for the show. Uh, we're going to be talking about, um, I was going to say a lot of topics, but it's kind of <laughs> one topic, but different angles and different things within that topic. Uh, we'll get into that, but first let me introduce my hosts with me. We have Kisos. Hi! <gasps> So nice to be back, baby! Yes, welcome back. Who are you, for people who don't know you? Um, if you don't know me, I'm a music streamer, I'm a gaming streamer, and I'm the nicest bad bitch on Twitch. Um, and I've been saying for like a month now that I'm gonna have new music soon, but I'm gonna have new music soon, so. <laughs> hey, it's coming, it's coming. Look me up, baby. Yes. <laughs> we have Hope. Hello. Hello. I'm Hope. I, uh try to stream the sims mostly <laughs> um i do have other jobs when the world's not crazy mm -hmm. so <laughs> usually whenever you know we're not in uh, in a quarantine there's more there, yeah. there's more to us i guess um and last but not least we have chilora hello hi <laughs> <laughs> who are you uh, I'm Chalora. I'm a drag queen streamer on Twitch, and uh, I'm fun employee. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that oh, might be my future very soon, so who knows? Um, yeah. But yeah, um, now that you got a little acquainted with everyone, uh, let's talk a little bit about a streamer, a fellow streamer of ours, I guess. Um, and, um, her name is Casey Tron. You may have heard of her if you've ever been on Twitch. Um, she's basically a very, she's kind of a, a character streamer, if you will. Um, and apparently she was a part of this reality show, um, that is basically Twitch's Bachelor, uh, which I was not even aware such a thing existed if they ever do a gay version can i please off topic but anyway we'll have to start it You'll yeah have to be the founder Ex i wait i'll be the breakfast with ruby yes <laughs> i'll be the queer chiller and i'll oh, be the one choosing go. people and asking the questions anyway we'll find that out later um <laughs> so basically they have a thing where um each week they have a different streamer and they all have like questions that they ask the streamers and kind of getting acquainted with them and all that stuff. So in Casey Tron fashion, uh, she went for a jokey answer and that joke didn't really get taken that well because the question was, would you stream, would you, would you stream, would you kiss this streamer even if he had the coronavirus, which in itself is like setting someone up for like a horrible answer and nobody's yeah. really talking about that. Um, but Casey Tron said yes. And as a joke, she said that they would leave quarantine and they would try to spread it as much as possible. And uh, she even went as far as to, with her joke, to say that the world would be a better place without old and poor people. Obviously, a joke. Obviously, everyone laughed and everyone was like, oh my god, Casey, what the fuck? They ended up deleting the episode and Casey ended up being um, basically... Suspended. suspended like for an indefinite amount of time so people are like um is she like banned from the platform what is going on um so obviously she um uh, she acknowledged the issue and she said that she doesn't condone hatred towards anyone um and um you know she's trying to ask everyone in a part of her fandom to be calm to be rational about the whole situation um and as much as it sounds like i would be on her side i i it would be hypocritical of me to to be on her side and i will explain so for me i think i i can't criticize streamers like dr disrespect and say that they're because i've before i said they shouldn't say horrible things even if it's in a character because 
it will spread that message for people who may believe in that messaging and it will attract audiences that even if they're saying it as a joke the person watching may not take it as a joke or people will take it seriously or they will spread that kind of humor or that kind of um i guess um satirical content um but on a different side of the coin i'm i feel for her because i feel like other people especially men on the platform they get a slap on the wrist sometimes for being in a character everyone remembers dr disrespect literally breaking the law and all he got was like a a week or two of suspension so Mm -hmm. it's weird that first of all she got suspended but she doesn't know for how long um and it i it people are saying that maybe this they're trying to make an example out of her because twitch has built a reputation of uh people the community talks about how twitch goes easy on women and twitch allows women to get away with anything uh, so people are saying they're trying to make an example out of her. Uh, some people are saying it was just a joke. She shouldn't be blamed for this. My own, my thing is like, why is the streamer who hosted the whole situation and asked the question, why isn't he in any sort of trouble trouble over this? That's my thing. But what do you all think? Let's start with Kisos. I think, first of all, yeah, anyone who has like been on Twitch before knows that Casey Tron is like, all she does not all she does that's reductive because honestly she like also you know posts about like feminism and stuff but she always does it in this like very trolly way and i don't necessarily follow her so i don't know everything that she said i don't know if she's also like trash aroni as well i don't know um i mean obviously this is a joke that's gonna like make a lot of people annoyed and make people mad because all you know if you take it out of context and say the world would be a better place without old pe- old and poor people then you know, obviously that sounds terrible. Um, me personally, what I think anything of it, no, because I know who she is. And I know that I was just saying in the chat, Justin was asking, Justin so much said, never seen the show. What's the vibe? Is it Mimi? And I'm like, yes, it's very Mimi. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it, but I know that Raj in general has like, you know, super popular shows. They have like 15,000, 20,000 viewers. So something like that on Twitch is going to have like a whole audience of 12 year olds, you know, mm-hmm. it's just going to be all the people that, they're they're looking for that type of response. They want that type of thing to share and go, oh my God. So Raj knew what he was doing. Yeah. Casey knew what he was doing. I think they might have just been surprised that Casey got an indefinite suspension, which I'd be really surprised if she was banned forever. Um, but indefinite, I feel like usually in these types of cases, people are suspended for like a week. So I think mm-hmm. she might have expected some backlash, you know, expected to have to apologize. But then when it's indefinite, she's like, okay wait right (laughs) um yeah i just i i do think it's uh very strong um language to me it's an insensitive joke but like i i know her so although i don't condone it i get it so i don't really care you know i'm kind of indifferent to her in general so yeah i don't know it's like you were saying it's kind of crazy that someone will like film people in the bathroom and get suspended for a week or like show their vagina on stream and get like not even i don't even remember what happened with that person um, yeah I, yeah <laughs> but, like not much or like animal abuse or like things like that um and, or you know say the n-word or you know try to get people killed and like send them death threats to like trans people like all of that stuff but this little joke although said to a larger audience is like the main thing yeah that's that's what's confusing to me about it because uh it just kind of highlights once again that twitch is very um inconsistent with the way that they deal with um managing their streamers with the way that they punish people or in some cases don't punish people for their actions um I do think it's one of those things where I wouldn't want to say that even as a joke because I would never right. want a clip taken out of that and for someone to clip that and take that out of context and put me on Reddit or something and and to attract a certain audience um but that's but we're different people you know we wouldn't have said yeah. that in the first place which isn't necessarily good or bad yeah. 
it's just different brands are different things. Like people love a villain, you know, and she's kind of made herself a villain and like a punching bag in that way. Um, because number one, she makes money off of it. She doesn't mind, you know, she probably has a strong emotional core. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to, I would feel bad like saying this, like trying to be that type of person. Yeah. So. She basically just puts herself it, usually on her regular content. I'm not super familiar with it, but she, she basically makes herself a bait for people to shit on her. She basically acts like the quote unquote typical e-girl and she's basically she acts like a dumb girl sometimes and she acts like yeah. she she basically has like this persona that is basically what men usually hate on female streamers for. So mm -hmm. I don't know how mentally she's she can even do that. But then again, there's plenty of other streamers that thrive off of the toxicity. But um yeah. And like you said, Kisos, I don't think it's necessarily good or bad. To me, I would hate to attract a toxic audience because I would just be like, oh, no, please get out. But maybe it works for her. I don't know. It, it seems like it doesn't, considering she just got suspended indefinitely. So we'll see. I mean, I think it, I think it works for her in general because I feel like she's one of the most popular streamers. Like if you say Casey Tron to... A, even a person who doesn't really watch Twitch, they probably know her. She got money. Mm -hmm. She's being smart about it. But yeah, there is always like the double-edged sword. Like if you're doing this type of thing, there is always a chance for that like strong consequence. And she got like on Kotaku, which is a lot, one of the most popular gaming websites. So I mean, yeah, you know, that's just a popular site period too. So, uh, she's getting a ton of promo. So, but what do you think, Hope? Mm -hmm. What's your take on this? Well, being an immune compromised poor person, ouch. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, I don't know, like, yeah, it was set up to make a joke, but like, maybe not that joke. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if it was me and I was going to make a joke out of it. I'd probably be like, yes, and then we can be in quarantine together and die like Romeo and Juliet or something. Like, yeah, you know, like, exactly. Like, that would have gone over cuter because, really, at this point, someone in the theory of this, someone's already got corona and you're deciding for yourself whether you're risking it for love mm -hmm. or whatever. So, like, really, you're only putting yourself at harm's risk the whole going out and infecting people like and this was probably i don't know when when did this happen like days ago i think it wasn't days it wasn't even a week ago i don't think okay because like we saw that dude that was positive in the nfl was it nfl football he like went and touched all the mics as a joke and then came back positive and like he got the oh. entire nfl canceled oh damn so like, yeah, so oh like, God. this is that was headline news. So, like, maybe don't joke about infecting other people after yeah. someone's already yeah. made that joke and effectively got canceled. Like, you know, you're gonna cancel yourself at this point. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for redemption and stuff. And if she's a troll, she's a troll and she has apologized, but like. I'm not about to go follow her because she made a joke about wishing people like me were dead. So, right. you know? Yeah. I, I think it, it, is, it was very in poor taste. I think, like you said, you could easily joke about the situation and said, like, oh, yes, I would love to be stuck in a quarantine with him. You know what I mean? Like, I think it would be yeah. an acceptable joke within the circumstances. Um but then again, I feel like none of us are fully familiar with her content. Like, we don't really, I don't, I don't know if we all, any of us really watch her regularly. So, not a um, second, girl. Yeah. Um, I, I tried to watch her once because I was like, what's the deal with this Casey Tron girl? And yeah. I couldn't stay for long, a long period of time because the, <laughs> everything was just so. I, I first of all I didn't get it so like I didn't I didn't know she, she was a character and everything was supposed to be a joke but the chat was toxic like the whole situation was like oh I don't know if I want to be a part of this I feel uncomfortable mm. I'm just gonna go <laughs> this is not for me um yeah what do you think Shalora of this entire situation um I do watch a little bit of Casey Tron 
I don't want, like, like you said, like, it's very difficult to actually even, like, participate in her chat. Or not even participate necessarily, but just to watch. Because it's, like, you don't want to look at the chat. And then you don't really want to, like, like, it's very cringy. Because it's all satire. And she, like, acts it out so well that it's almost like it's her real persona at this point. Um, but I do agree with, like, what Hope said. Like, the joke was insensitive and it definitely could have been a better joke or a better commentary on the whole situation. Um, like, I feel like if the joke was completely reversed, it would have landed better and it wouldn't have been a suspension. Like if she had said the rich and the famous died or something instead, um, you know, like when you make a joke about privileged people, Usually it's like, haha, because they're privileged. Like, what do they care? You know, so it's um, a better joke, in my opinion. But mm. um, from reading her apology, I think that she knows that it wasn't right. But she does this sort of stuff all the time where she, like, pretended to be a Trump supporter. She's pretended to be a, a, a fake feminist. I don't really know how that worked out, but... Um, <laughs> Not well, by the way. <laughs> no. <laughs> I featured her on my websites before. So, so it's just really odd. Um, and uh, she's been okay afterwards, but like, I don't really understand. Like, I, I guess uh, from a popularity point of view, it really works. And um, that's great for her, I guess, in that way. But her community is awful. Um, I would hate to be the streamer for that community. Um, and, like, I've seen her, like, sneak a couple good things in there once in a while to, like, be informative. But I don't, like, at this point, I don't think her community, like, listens to her at all. Right. So it just ends up being this huge train wreck of a mess. But, um, I've seen some of her steps to being more socially responsible so i'm kind of like hoping she gets a little more in that direction rather than this like not good humor not tasteful you know not responsible for her community that goes around being awful and trolly to other people um and poor behavior um because these days like we have people like jeffree star who's like you know uh a super consumer who sets an example to consume everything and then destroy it for fun, um, <laughs> which I think is ridiculous. So uh, I think that we have to start being responsible for the communities and the kinds of people that we create. Um, so yeah. the, joke, the joke itself was not uh, creating awareness, let's say. Yeah, I was gonna say on top of that, like the other thing is like, we are also, you know, adults, so we are not as affected, we can just be like, she's a troll, whatever, block her out. Whereas, even if she's being satirical, and like, you know, maybe trying to like, kind of infiltrate this troll meme culture, and, you know, maybe try to open a few eyes on the way out, it's like your audience is too big. Most people don't know or care that you're a character. So obviously it's going to affect and your audience is very much like Mimi children who are just there for the lols and all of that stuff. So it's like your character is sometimes not and I'm sure she knows this. She wouldn't give a fuck to hear this. But oops, am I allowed to cuss? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, you can, we cuss you on can. Here? <laughs> I don't remember. You don't make money um, off of this. It's fine. <laughs> now you really won't. Um, but yeah, it's just like your actions are gonna have very wide reaching consequences. And I know, like I said, the other times that I've seen her on Twitter has actually been for like good things where she's like leaning into, you know, being like the girl everyone hates, like showing her boobs and like stuff like that. And still being like, just because I show my boobs doesn't mean that I don't deserve this or whatever. Right. And bringing, you know, maybe some awareness to all of her followers, but then it's other times where if you don't know she's joking or you don't care, or you're just a kid who doesn't really understand what's going on. You're going to interpret things a lot differently and it might actually affect the way that you see poor people or the elderly or things like that so there's a lot of uh there's a lot of spines to that 
to that thing. Absolutely. And Shalora did hit on a really good point there. Like, it doesn't, it almost doesn't matter if it's a character or not, because the community will take those jokes outside of that streamer's community. So, and that's something that I've always disliked about other streamers that play up these characters. Um, they are often controversial and they're often able to get away with things because they're playing a character. Um, and the problem is their communities are not active only when they're streaming. They're also active whenever other people are streaming and other people aren't playing characters and other people are just trying to mind their own business. And then all of a sudden um, you get yeah. two or three trolls with like, jokes that have nothing to do with your stream and you don't even half of the time you don't even know where they came from um i remember one time this person ninja isn't even on twitch anymore but i remember there was one time he came up with um a joke that the punchline was basically like lick my balls or something like that do y'all remember people would go into chat um yeah like do you have ligma yeah exactly yeah yeah i remember that and is that where that came from yeah I, apparently it was from ninja ninja came up with that joke or something and his community or someone in, in his community or whatever and then people went around sh other streams saying shit like that and i was so annoyed at ninja <laughs> like i was like mm -hmm. this is what happens when you develop a community and you don't take responsibility for their actions outside of your streams so i guess in a way twitch did follow their terms of service because her community she's she needs to to be accountable for the actions of her community. So mm -hmm. if she's saying stuff like this, it will open the doors for her community to act like that outside of her streams and where she's not able to moderate everyone, obviously. If she has like thousands of viewers, she there is no way she can she can like moderate what 50 of them do in a random person's stream. So um you know, it it's I think people should just try to do better uh but then again it's it's her content it's just a problem whenever i guess it happens outside of her content and outside of her channel which it does nobody is an island on twitch like we all we are all connected to people so you know i just think it's uh it's unnecessary to act that way i guess um but sticking with the theme, obviously the theme of the show is mostly going to be the coronavirus. And obviously we started with the, uh, with the joke, uh, the insensitive poor joke on, um, on Miss Casey Tron. Um, but we, I did want to talk about um, the mental effects that being on a quarantine can cause. And we even had a question um from uh, my discord my personal discord i i asked a, a question on my community and um to my community for the show and they um and bomber canuck actually asked if um what are our feelings on social distancing um so basically like how we're dealing with that and uh general i guess advice the exact question was what are your thoughts on social distancing? Is it helpful or hurtful? Um, we'll start with Hope this time. Yes to both. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess. Because, like, so me being immune compromised, I'm supposed to be social distancing. But me being the social butterfly with anxiety disorder does not take that very well. <laughs> right. So, like, I've kind of networked myself a little bit like yes me and my friends were filming a movie because we're weird art kids so but it's a winter movie so like we need to get it done because the snow's going so we kind of crossed the border a little bit like the provincial border because here um, gatherings of 10 people or more are banned so we went to Quebec because it is not banned there and decided to do all the outdoor scenes that we could. Um, but also, like, we were like, okay, this is what needs to get done. But we've had some kids that are in the movie that aren't feeling well and we've recast or scrapped their role or whatever. 
but then also like we know that all the filming that needs to happen in the winter now is done so we're not filming the rest of the movie until everything's calmed down and then like because i get panicked when i'm in my house too much we're keeping the art studio those of us with keys to the art studio are allowed to use the art studio and there's only three of us with keys and they all know that i'm immune compromised and that you know so if they're not feeling well they're gonna send up me a message and be like hey i was at the studio today and now i'm not feeling well so i know but also like I want a social distance, but at the same time, I know it's bad for my mental health. So I'm in a situation where I'm like, okay, do I die because I'm too anxiety and that's going to cause me mental health issues? Or do I risk the coronavirus and I'm trying to find a happy medium where neither happens? Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a time that's easier for some than others, um, Mm -hmm. because I've. I'm sure all of us have seen at some point the joke being made, whether it's from the perspective of a geek or a gamer or an anime fan. Um, There's been multiple jokes that basically are in the lines of, oh, whenever, when that moment when you realize that your your lifestyle is considered a quarantine for most people, uh, or, oh, whenever you realize that your lifestyle is actually social distancing already and you don't have to adjust to what's going on right now. Um, or even people joking about how they've prepared for this their whole lives. Um, so um, I'm one of those people where it's easy for me to be at home for long extended periods of time. Like to me, it's not a problem necessarily. Um I think uh, also because most of my friend groups are online and are long distance. So I end up, a lot of my friendships end up being, you know, they end up happening in DMs and Discord calls and stuff like that. So that's where most of my friendships thrive anyway. Um, But it's, to me, I have this weird thing where now that I'm not allowed outside, that's one of the main things I want to do. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, now that I know, like, you're not allowed, I'm like, oh, I wish, like, oh, I miss going out. I miss actually, like, walking around, strolling around. Um, but it also impacts you in different ways. Because for me, um, for example, like, next week, I'm pretty sure, uh, it's my mom's birthday. So it's like, oh, I'm, we have to keep, like, a... a a, a, a certain security distance because she has to work and she does work at a retiring home. It's one of those things where she might have it or she might not have it, but I could have it and not have symptoms or have very little symptoms and not even be aware of that. And I could ruin her or I could pass it on to her and she could pass it on at work. So obviously we have to be very careful of that. Um, but to me, social distancing is definitely... I mean, it's the only way to kind of go about this entire situation, like try to stay away from people as much as you can, um, at least until there's some sort of um, solution to this problem, um, until everything is more like calmed down. Um, So it's to me, I struggle the most with like, oh, did I wash my hands? Like being sure that I'm like washing my hands before and after I touch something so that Mm -hmm. other people can touch that surface after me and they don't like get infected or whatever. Um, To me, I'm even struggling work-wise because I work at a coffee shop and in Portugal, we declared uh, the coronavirus a national emergency. So they're basically shutting down a lot of places, but unfortunately other places are still open. um, And uh, my coffee shop is in a weird place because it's next door to a grocery store we have the same management as them so they technically are trying to make it as if it's like a part of the grocery store Mm. um they're technically trying to force us to go to work so that we can help at the grocery store um just very icky situations they're even trying to get people to sign temporary contracts with the grocery store so it's definitely like a sticky situation they're trying to avoid quarantine as much as possible um and to me it's even having to think about um do i just 
miss out on my job? Do I just not go anymore because I don't feel comfortable going to a coffee shop that shouldn't be open to begin with and risk my job? Like, I'm at that point and I'm like, why am I thinking about that in the middle of like a national emergency? Why am I, why do I need to be anxious about something that has nothing to do with the virus? So, for people, social distancing can be even about their work. They, that can even be about other things that they would have to be forced to break that social distancing. But uh, how are you uh, dealing with that personally, Kisos? Um, for me, it's like you were saying, it's kind of like my usual. Like I've been working from home since 2017 anyway. Um, I, my income is all like working from home and then live streaming, which I do from home. And before I had a dog, I just like didn't go outside like ever. And I had to like get, I had to get vitamin D prescribed for me because oh. I was like, I had to get extra strength vitamin D because I got a physical and they were like, girl, you are a ghost. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, obviously overall, I think social distancing is necessary. Um, but I, I, for me also, I'm, although it might not seem like it, I'm more of like an introvert. I don't need to do anything. I can be alone and be like super happy. But I was talking to another friend the other day or more like an acquaintance, actually, it was kind of for a work thing. And I was just, you know, having some friendly banter with like a journalist and they were like, yeah, you know, I, I live for, I live alone. Uh, and I am very extroverted and I don't, really know what I'm going to do, especially if this lasts longer and goes to like September or, you know, you know, some of these like scarier long distance times where they're like, I don't know what I'm going to do because I live at home. I can't go outside. I'm very extroverted. And I just feel like I'm going to go wild on the inside. So it's like trying to figure out ways to, you know, keep yourself occupied. But then it's also frustrating because like you said, there's so many people that have to work and you're like, like my mom until yesterday, I think, all of last week, even though the schools were closed, she was still working, which I guess wasn't necessarily putting her at risk. She's a school nurse, but it's just like strange how different people are reacting to this. And I mean, obviously like companies are greedy, so it makes sense. Obviously that's different from the school, but I just mean in general, like the companies that are asking people to come in still, cause they still want to like make that money or they don't want to like pay people to quit or whatever. They want to pay people who who's doing nothing. So it's just like a messy mess mess, but I'm trying to you know, do some other live stuff and, you know, try to keep people, give people a little extra entertainment than what I normally do. I want to do something special next weekend of like a LGBTQ music video, like show and just play like different artists that are friends of mine and like have co-hosts and like just do other cute yeah. things to also like help supplement, you know, the income of people that had shows and things that got canceled. Yeah. And, you know, even if it's not necessarily income, but just give them you know, maybe an extra follower too, or something. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, to me, um, it's a, an entire mess. And it's important to remember the extroverts as well, because people who are extroverts, they get energy from being with others. They get energy from interacting with other humans. Uh, the same way that an introvert like myself, we recharge by being home and by being away from people and by having our own space. It's literally the opposite for extroverted people. So you have to be mm -hmm. mindful of that, too. Uh, but what is your experience like, Chilora? Um, I'm pretty introverted as well. Um, but um, I think I've just been like prepared for something like this um, because... When I lived in Ireland for like six months, I did try to make friends for like the first couple of months, like hardcore. And um, everybody was super flaky. So I was like, well, screw this. And so I just stayed home uh, watching TV and like, you know, figuring stuff out. So I, I was basically home alone uh, for almost half a year. Um, and like, I don't know, I feel like, I went crazy at first with boredom and things like that, but um, I think it's important to find what works for you. Like, I feel like it's the safety versus the um, benefit of going outside for a day is probably more important than possibly catching it or, you know, whatever happens. Um, 
or spreading it if you have it and you're just a carrier. Mm. Um, so I think for um, extra, because I, I don't imagine a lot of introverted people are having problems, but I do see a lot on like Twitter and Facebook people complaining a lot about needing to go outside and like wanting to go party and um, these sorts of things. And I, I guess I don't really know that lifestyle because I'm not like a, a club goer or mm. anything like that. But um, I think for them, like finding an alternative is important right now. So um, even some people in my circles who are more extroverted than I am, they like go out and see people every single day after work and then they come home and just sleep. Um, I've seen that they've made like a whole Discord server that's like a house party that doesn't end. Oh. And like all of the rooms are um, actual like rooms of a house. And you can like go in whatever room you want and like hang out or watch movies or, you know, whatever. And like even with like my dad, for example, he's a very like social person. I was like, just put your laptop or your phone on the TV and then like have the camera facing out and everybody can have like a party, but be together through video call. Yeah. Because then you're like, you're kind of like almost in the same room, you know? Um I know for people who might be alone, um, I think video calls would probably be the best option. Um, I'm sure that there's ways of finding other people who are in the exact same boat. Um, it's a good opportunity to make friends, find hobbies, or um, learn a new skill, learn a language, learn a hot, like do something with your time. Because yeah. like usually people are complaining they don't have time to do these things. You have two weeks, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah, Sit down and think about something that you've really wanted to do for a long time because you now have the time to do it. Um, absolutely. Finish reading the six books that you started and didn't finish. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, look for where, like, if you wanted a pet, look for where you wanted to adopt a pet. Obviously, don't go out and get it yet, but, like, you can finish planning lots of things or... Um, gym, gym people, there's a lot of workouts you can do from home that are still beneficial. Even if maybe you're a heavy weight lifter, I'm sure you can lift a couch or something, you know, like improvise. Um, I mean, maybe I'm not extroverted, so maybe that's not correct. And maybe that's not, um, good enough, but I think for right now, that's the most that you can do. Yeah, you, you got to do w everything that I think one of the most important things that people can do is maintain their a sense of normal normalcy, I guess. Um, like um, if you usually go out with your friends at a certain time of the day, try to schedule like video calls with them during that time instead. Um, I know some people I and I there was a. Um, a thread I saw on on Twitter that was really cool. It was someone who they had made a whole schedule for their day. So basically they dedicate um, like one or two hours per day of like activities for they they basically schedule out time chunks in their day. So basically like every day they're like, OK, waking up at 7 a.m., um, I take a class online and then from this time to this time I take a class from that time to that time I read a book and then from a different time to another time I clean a part of the house like uh, and they have little titles for everything so they say like something for the soul something for the brain something productive something for entertainment so like they they, they have all these little subsets of things and they organize all of the things they they want to do or things that they need to do and they put them under different categories and they basically allocate different times of the day where they are scheduling to do those things and then they basically reach that time of the day and they're like okay out of all of these options what do i want to do right now and they mm -hmm. kind of force themselves to have some sort of routine or some sort of schedule which i might implement more of to be honest i'm like yeah mm -hmm. that's a really good idea to like schedule out things uh, even after this whole situation is over. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, um, yeah, I think that's the other thing, too, that I kind of take for granted is because like working from home is hard. 
And even if you're not working from home, but just trying to have kind of like a schedule or like a, a thing to stick to is hard. But I'm kind of like I said, I've been doing it for like three years, so I'm more used to it. And I kind of forgot how how much it really was a struggle in the beginning of just trying to get yourself up at a semi normal time, not completely waste your day on social media and like on YouTube or whatever, and still try to be like, you know, hold yourself to some sort of a to do list, even if it's not a wild thing. So yeah, it is really good to kind of, you know, just plan some things out. I think streaming helps with that too, or, you know, whatever you kind of do, like, or like you were saying, Ruby, like having set things or maybe like having a set time where you're going to do something and then mm -hmm. choosing something because yeah. also you know if you want to you want to take a break if you've been hella busy for the last you know however many years working honestly like, this is my vacation well <laughs> also feel free to take a vacation but you know just make sure you're feeling fulfilled and not feeling like guilty because for me when i first started working from home i would feel like really guilty if i like woke up too late or like worked too slow or didn't work enough in a single day or all of that stuff Oof. so it's very much about not feeling any guilt, not feeling My any life. shame, but lifting <laughs> yourself up, and uh, yeah, yeah. But but still to this day, I'm I'm the queen of wasting my time. A lot of the times, I look at my at the clock and I'm like, where did my day go? I literally was just on YouTube and I was scrolling through Twitter and nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, I feel really bad for like people like my boyfriend where he's one of those people that recharges from being alone and our relationship works on him looking at me i need to be alone and then i just go and be with people right <laughs> and i feel so bad but i'm just like he comes home from work and i'm just like tell me about everything that you saw and he's like i want to talk and i'm like oh my god how can you not want to talk like you <laughs> you were out in the world mm -hmm. i feel like, that He's like, I'm going to go put my headphones on. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, people who are extroverts in introverted relationships, like, we're struggling. We're not okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're quarantined together. And poor introverts who just have these extroverts on top of them. Mm -hmm. people. Yeah, that's true, too. But honestly, it could also be a good opportunity for people to, like, not necessarily reevaluate, but for people to get to know the other their significant others better, and for people to kind of adapt. And um, because I saw something, and of course, it's kind of a you know how Twitter can be. It's like people just say like a they they have their hot take, and it can be like very like out not necessarily outrageous, but very out there. And people, I saw a couple of things of people being like. Um, if you're like struggling, if you're having like a really, really, really hard time and you're all you can think of is complain that you are stuck with your significant other right now, you need to reevaluate your relationship. And to a certain degree, I agree with that because it's like, obviously I'm single, but it's one of those things where if you're people are complaining about being stuck with their wife, I'm like, um, you married her for a reason. Like now it's a problem that you're spending too much time with her. So I think obviously, yeah. you know, it's okay for people to understand, okay, that person, my wife is extroverted, so she needs to speak and we need to talk more and we need to have conversations and interact, but also schedule a little bit of time where we, both of you go to, you know, to a different part of the, the rooms or a different part of your apartment or whatever, and just you, you do your own thing. So, um... I, and, and then I saw the other side of people being like, oh, it's normal for relationships to have issues. It's normal for people to butt heads. So where, where are we standing on this? It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship either. It could be just like a relationship you have with your friends or with your parents or whatever. I think it's healthy to have like some issues. And as long as you can work through it, like yeah. don't completely shut down on each other. Like poor pen has to look at me and be like okay you need to stop right now because you're overwhelming and i just came from overwhelming i need to recharge because i forget about it because i need to recharge but he can't do that for me and then if he doesn't lay out those boundaries then it can become a situation where i'm becoming abusive to him and that's not great so like yeah maybe he needs maybe more blunt communication is happening because we're just at each other all the time right now but like at the same time i'm grateful that he's blunt with me like that because i wouldn't want it to blow up and become abusive so 
like communicate don't let it become abusive and be honest and you'll be fine like we're gonna be fine we're gonna get through this it's fine <laughs> yeah i but think like, that's another yeah i was just gonna say i think that's another thing too because i feel like a lot of people might be even quarantining themselves at a significant other's place and they're not maybe used to living with each other that's so they true. might be going through some waves right now because <laughs> when me and kevin first moved in with each other and the world was you know in a regular place we were having some issues so i can only imagine now where everyone's kind of cooped up and like extra on edge and like you were saying exactly hope like me and kevin are kind of i'm more of the introvert he's more of the extrovert and he'll get home from you know work or he just came home from like the dentist the other like yesterday that and he was like telling me all about the procedure. And then the dentist was like, stop talking because it's going to make, well, not that the dentist was here, but Kevin was like, why is my mouth still bleeding? And the dentist was like, girl, cause you're talking too much and you need to like, <laughs> let yourself rest. And I was like, yes, listen to the dentist. Cause girl, I'm not, I can't keep listening. I'm tired, yeah. but you get through it. You get there. You got to figure out everyone's uh, communication styles. But also like you were saying, hope, like hopefully everyone going through this is in it, it shows you the strength of your relationship too mm -hmm. because if it's getting abusive then bye or yeah. if you're, they're just like not communicating then bye <laughs> or if they can't stand being around each other for long periods of time like that's that's that that will probably mean that you're not marriage material moving forward if that's mm -hmm. something that you would want with it, your relationship so you know i think People, obviously people's tones are, aren't really taken into consideration with a tweet, but I, I, I think reevaluating anything in your life isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, it's, um, Chilora was even saying in chat while we were talking about relationship stuff, being alone and being quarantined and being isolated can also be a, uh, an introspective moment. You can figure out more about who you are and what you actually like. Uh, because a lot of the times we're someone's boyfriend or we're we're uh, we're our jobs, right? We're the person who works at that place. We're the person who streams. We're the person who does all these things. But when all of those things are taken away from you, you're kind of like, who am I when I'm not streaming? Who am I when I'm not working? Who am I when I'm not a friend, that person's friend or that person's boyfriend? So it's really important to also like reevaluate or reassess kind of like, who am I? Why am I struggling right now with the quarantine? What do I need to address? Kind of like not be your own therapist because we're, most of us are not qualified for that. But, you know, kind of, you know, try to figure out what's best for you and why you struggle with certain things. And um, it's really important. Self-reflection as well is really important. Um, but also don't feel guilty about getting distracted with video games, with Netflix, with all of those uh, different things. Uh, as content creators, I wanted to ask you this because a friend of mine is kind of struggling with this. Um, so my friend Ash, she's been on the show before, and she recently tweeted about how she she has like videos she had been working on. And now she's like, I feel weird posting like a DIY video or I feel weird posting a makeup video in the midst of everything going on. And... I when I went to the replies, I saw uh, uh, other content creators agreeing with her, but I also saw the other side of this is the best time for you to do that. This is the best time for you to distract people. So as content creators, have you felt weird about your content or do you agree that it this is the best time to provide distractions and entertainment for others? We'll start with Chalora this time. Um, I definitely think that it's a good opportunity, uh, considering most people will be at home with nothing to do. Um, I found that like a lot of people are streaming right now or like making yeah. video content or like things like that. Um, although because everybody is losing their jobs or they're not working or, you know, things like that, I feel uh, like I feel awful. And, um, like a lot of drag queens or or um, independent workers have no income at all because uh, or like small businesses as well um, because their businesses rely on being in the public and they can't be in the public. Um, so they're doing activities like 
they're like, I know, I know there's going to be a big drag show online uh, at some, I don't remember when it is. It's on the 20th of this month or next month. I, I think it's remember. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it's yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's tomorrow. Um, I think it's on Twitch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's going to be on um, Bitch Pudding's channel. Um, but, uh, like, even for that, for me, I'm like, maybe I just shouldn't stream and I should just watch. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, because I want to support. But at the same time, it's like, well, maybe I'll do um, my stream for me and then I'll rate it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it'll get some more traction that way. Um, but, uh, like, uh, sorry, back to, I, I'm a little scatterbrained. Um, I feel bad, like, trying to work if that makes sense because um i am a more like privileged person like my husband has a really good job and we're okay where we are um whereas a lot of people might be struggling or are going to struggle um so i i kind of feel like i want to push towards the people that need it rather than me um but at the same time, it's like, well, I work too, and like I'm working hard on my own thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's difficult to say. Um, kind of like I guess what Ash is going through. Um, but I do think that this is a really good opportunity to make content and do your own your own thing, and um, really, and and in another way as well. Like if you have a community that is often working and doing their hustle and bustle uh maybe you're the only person they watch or maybe you're one of the most popular people in their view list or whatever um so providing that opportunity for them to not be alone or to feel comforted is uh important too i think yeah, uh, and also like the self-expression part of it, uh, being creative whenever you're, you have to be socially isolated from others or uh, whenever you, maybe you come from work and you, you're feeling a little bit scared because you had to go outside and in the midst of everything going on. Um, I think it's completely valid for you to come home and make content and express yourself and um just don't make jokes about the situation. <laughs> but people are kind of like, um, is it bad for people to be strategic right now? And what I mean by that is like, um, people are like, oh, more people are at home. So it's, you know, you're going to get more viewership. So you have to stream more often or you got to do this or um, make sure that you know, if you're going to make a YouTube video, make a YouTube video about like being in quarantine or this and that. Um, do you think it's shady to be strategic at a time like this? Or do you think it's just you got to do what you got to do? What do you think, Kisos? Um, I don't think it's shady necessarily. But for me, I'm like very not interested in anything Corona related. Um, so I think it really depends on your audience. Like I've seen so, like, I literally have like everything related to it muted on Twitter just because I'm tired of seeing the exact same things from the same people, the same jokes that aren't funny, the same, like hand-washing tutorials to my song, the same, like all of the the people in Italy are singing my song out on the rooftops. It's so like amazing. Like everyone's doing the same things on like gay music, Twitter, one of the niche Twitters I'm a part of. LGBTQ music Twitter, but I should say, honestly, it's mostly like gay guys. Um, And uh, yeah, so I'm just like very tired of it. But overall, I think it's really unpredictable right now in terms of like content and like what people are putting out. I because there, although there's more people looking for things to watch, I feel like there's also a lot of people that, you know, are very tuned into the news and they're not or maybe not interested in that type of thing right now. So you just have to be prepared, like to put in a lot of work on something just as always. Sometimes you put in a lot of work on something and you don't really, you know, get that many people watching. Um, so you have to always be prepared for that outcome and not feel like, oh, I'm going to make this amazing original quarantine song and it's going to go viral and everyone's going to love it when it's like <laughs> maybe no one will even care or click. So, I mean, that's also the pessimist inside of me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think for me personally, I it hasn't really changed the way that 
I'm streaming. I guess I'll, I'm streaming slightly more, but it's not necessarily because I feel like I have to um, take advantage of anything. It's more just because I'm like, more people are home. I've gotten a few messages of people who are like, you should do like a live show. And I'm like, girl, I do four live shows a week mm -hmm. just on Twitch, not to mention the other site, but maybe I'll do like a more formal thing, um, an event or something like a more formal like concert or um, something like that. And kind of like Chalora was saying, I, I don't necessarily like when my friend said that to me, like, you need to do a concert. Like everyone is at home. I'm sure tons of people would come. I'm like, yeah, but it's kind of what I always do. And I'd rather highlight some other creators or something, which is why I was talking about like that um, LGBTQIA plus um, like music video thing where it's kind of like a hangout. We're showing other people's content, people who might have had shows canceled, all of that stuff. Um, I think there's a lot of, like everyone was kind of saying here, I think there's a lot of opportunity to um, brighten people's days. And um, yeah, but also I think a lot of people are getting annoyed by the amount of extra content happening. Like I've seen a couple of people on Twitter that are like, I don't know who needs to hear this, but you don't have to go on Instagram live today or something. So I guess a lot of people are going live and maybe trying to capitalize, but they are. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just doing it because it's fun. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people are trying to necessarily capitalize it. I find it funny. How many like celebrities and pop stars are bored right now because they have to be at home so all of them are like making random videos and all of them are like all the other day like a bunch of celebrities were like insta-living together like bb rexa and kesha were together miley and demi were together like it was just like the random combinations of celebrities coming together and like randomly doing uh q a's or doing insta lives and all that stuff um, to me, I, I also like to see from a consumer perspective, I like to see what, how people are going to get creative because people are very creative by nature. So I'm really interested to see, like Chalora was saying with drag show happening on, on Twitch and to see mm -hmm. how people are taking things virtually and converting them into like a live show or a live content or even a pre-recorded content and seeing how the the scene will be expanded a little bit um really interested to see how people do that i think mostly it doesn't come from a place of uh people trying to make money or whatever but you know i do think that people people need to keep making money like the the the, the thing is with the coronavirus uh a lot of places are shutting down a lot of people are without work without you know, money, um, without wages or whatever. So it's one of those things where people need to keep making money. Uh, and people, the world needs to, the world is still going, you know what I mean? Like the, the time is still flowing and people need, you know, to pay rent and people need to do what they have to do. So, you know, companies need to make money too. Um, so I, I've seen a couple of people be kind of angry that certain games are being announced earlier or certain games like that people are releasing demos early due to the coronavirus and to me it's just like i don't think they're necessarily like of course they're trying to, they, they want to make money but at the same time they see that people are at home and they're like let me give my i mean from the perspective of uh, of someone who makes content it's like well if people are going to be home and they're they they're going to need content they they want content to watch or to play if you're a gamer so I don't necessarily think it's like, oh, they're trying to make money. In fact, I've seen a lot mm -hmm. of companies um, give out like free trials to their stuff. And so I, I don't necessarily think it's just people being greedy. I think it's people trying to help in whatever way they can. Um, but of course, people will make money in the process. And there, there's nothing wrong with making money off of your services. Your work. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think um, I know this is not the biggest episode we've ever done, the longest episode, but yeah, we've we've had an hour, so you know we've been uh, we we've been talking for a while. Um, unfortunately, with the situation, it feels weird sometimes talking about other topics or things that don't really have much to do with this. Uh, so we might talk about other stuff for the after show. For people who don't know, we record this every every week on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Project Ruby. Um, and then it goes live 24 hours later on YouTube. Um, since I'll have a few a few more days 
available. <laughs> I will be working on getting it on Spotify and other uh, podcast services so people can just listen to Breakfast at Ruby's. Um, but other than Did that... My, my funny little survival? Yes. <laughs> so I've got all the supplies here for it too. So there is one thing that you can do while you're, you know, quarantined. Right. Because everyone went out and bought way too much toilet paper. You can take your little toilet paper roll. This is a gardening hack, by the way. Oh. Because we can grow food because this is going to last forever, right? And you make four slits in the bottom. There you go. Little tutorial going on. Little tutorial. It's I'm ready be for fun. the moment. Got your four slits. You fold it in. Mm-hmm. For the audio listeners, she she's doing it. She's showing it on on, <laughs> on video on cam. Okay, you fold it in. <laughs> you take a little piece of tape. Uh huh. Love the ASMR. Right. I know. Right. And you tape it down. Okay. And now you have a little garden pot where you can take your soil. There you go. <laughs> and your Starbucks like... tumbler. Uh this is this is just a regular um I think it's Hamilton Beach. Don't worry. We've got the Starbucks tumbler. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you just take some soil, you put it in. And then you grab whatever seeds you've been like laying around because everyone goes, I'm going to start a garden one day, blah, 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 and never does. So they all have a box of seeds somewhere. As one does, you know. As one does. <laughs> and so I'm going to plant some cauliflower. There you go. And that? Yeah. It's a little seed starter because all you need is like. Oh, and then you'll move it over. And then you move it over to the big pot oh. because winter right now you need to be starting your seeds. Right. You just drop the seed in. You put some more soil on top. And then you take your Starbucks tumbler of water because you don't <laughs> recycle these. <laughs> you add some water in, and then in like a week time, put it in the windowsill, and then like a week time you're gonna have a little sprout to move in, and you can just take the tape off the bottom of this and plant it in the bigger thing. Like, it'll decompose. Compost again. itself. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, girl, cauliflower out of the toilet. That's cool, though. I hadn't ever thought of that. And because everyone's gonna have, like, a million of these because oh, they all yes. have toilet paper. Gardening packs for survival. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. On that note... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you everyone for watching. Uh, please do get creative during your quarantine and your social distancing times. Uh, you have to keep sane in whatever way is best for you. Um, so in the in the in the opposite order as before, let's remind people of who we are, what people can expect from our content and such. And we'll start with Chalora this time. <gasps> The pressure. <laughs> Who are you? Are just... What do you do? Uh, oh my gosh. What can people um, expect from you? Nothing. Um, oh, uh, that's good. You'll only be pleasantly surprised. No expectations. Um, Love that. I am Chalora, and I'm a drag queen by the part of Team Stream Queens. Uh, on Twitch, you can find me on Twitch at Chalora, on Twitter and Instagram the same name um i am working on one two two projects <laughs> <laughs> um that i hope to come out with soon but Amazing. uh it'll take some time yes how soon are we talking is it soon as in very soon or soon as in sometime this year as in kiso soon two months later <laughs> Um, hopefully by the summer. Okay, I'll take oh, it. Oh, okay. There you go. You got a little exclusive, everyone. You're welcome. 
what about you, Hope? Who are you? What are you doing? And what can people, where can people find you? I'm Hope Luthi. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Hope Luthi. Uh, you can find me on Instagram there. And you can find me on Facebook at Unapologetic Activists United. Um, basically, I'm probably going to be putting out more content because I'm probably going to run out of things to do. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, the 100 Baby Challenge ended because I lost all my content. My files all corrupted and I lost everything. So you get to restart all my save files with me. And yeah. And on Facebook, uh, you'll get updates via Canadian stuff and American stuff that's going on because my admins are American Canadian. And yeah. There you go. And last but not least, we have Kisos. Hi. Um, you can find me on all the things as at it's Kisos, I-T-S-K-I-S-O-S. Um, I will eventually have new music. It's coming soon. Soon just keeps moving a little farther yes. back because every time I like switch something up and I'm like, hmm, I don't like that. Let's keep, let's keep <laughs> it rolling. But we're trying to get it coming out soon. So I can keep y'all occupied during this time, give you some new music. But yeah, just keep an eye. It's Kisos, I-T-S-K-I-S-O-S. See you there. Yes. So exciting. Please follow everyone. Go give them a lot of love and support uh, through their content and such. Uh, you can find me over here and on YouTube, on Twitch, on... What's the other... Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, yes, <laughs> at Project Instagram. Ruby, and then Instagram, the Project Ruby. Um, I w <laughs> same with Kisos. I I keep teasing music streams and like performance streams, but I keep saying soon, but I'm never quite prepared. So maybe I'll prepare. <laughs> I'll have more time to prepare, and I'll get stuff done, and I'll actually do it um so uh definitely i i i do say it with the best intentions when i say it's coming soon but other than that i also play video games i have this talk show uh i would love to start other talk shows as well about other topics like maybe a gaming podcast maybe something other things in within and other Ruby's bachelor there you oh, honestly i should i should do that i honestly should do that anyway <laughs> everyone says Twitch is not a dating website. And meanwhile, I'm like, welcome to the Queer Chiller. <laughs> and uh, everyone applied to be my long distance boyfriend. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, that's it for the episode. If you're watching on Twitch, we have a little bit of an after show. If you're watching on YouTube or listening it, listening to it on a podcast service, uh, this is going to be the end of the show. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Toodle.